Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. We're joined today. Uh, well, first of all, the, the film is Smashed. Uh, Smashed is the uh, story of... Kate and Charlie, a young married couple who uh, whose bond is built on a mutual love of music, laughter, and drinking, especially the drinking. Kate, when Katie is uh, drinking, leads to dangerous places, and uh, and her job as a school teacher is put in jeopardy. She decides that it may be time to make some changes in her life and get sober. Uh, and that is the basic. Uh, that's the basis of this terrific new narrative film uh, coming out today, October twelfth, in theaters throughout Southern California, called Smashed. The cast is wonderful: Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Aaron Paul, Octavia Spencer, Mullally, uh, Megan Mullally, uh, and a, just a very wonderful cast of uh, supporting performers and performances in Smashed. We're joined by the director and writer, uh, co-writer of Smashed, James. Ponsult. James, welcome to Film School. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Um, and uh, obviously, um, the the film. Well, let's get to the the genesis of the film, um, the, the idea for the film. Where did it come from? I understand you you worked with Susan Burke, uh, co-writing the film. Uh, tell us a little bit about that process and 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 the genesis of turning this into a feature film. Sure. Um... Smash started really as a conversation between Susan and myself about stupid things that we'd done while we were drunk, um, just trying to one-up each other. And we both have a lot of uh, epic stories of stupid things we've done, but Susan won um, that battle. Um, she's um, a hilarious comedian, but she's also sober. She started going to AA in her early 20s. And, you know, during our conversations, we talked about films that we'd seen before that dealt with substance abuse or alcoholism. and really how, as much as we admired a lot of them, we couldn't relate to them. So we kind of set about um, making something that first and foremost was a love story and a coming-of-age story with a lot of humor, um, where the characters were our age, um, you know, where there was a female protagonist, mm -hmm. and where they're dealing with alcohol. It's not about heroin or meth. Or, you know, it, the goal was not to like, objectify a character, um, but really to make someone that we could completely identify with, where everyone would feel like, oh, yeah, I know that girl. That's like my sister, my ex-girlfriend, my ex-roommate. Mm -hmm. So, so this conversation leads to, I assume, some kind of. So you start working on a script, and uh, um, it's finished. Now, now what? <laughs> Tell us a little bit, because so often, and a lot of filmmakers uh, will listen to uh, Film School here, and proud of that. The uh, so yeah. so you so you've got a film in hand. Uh, you have a, a narrative film under your belt. Susan obviously is established as a performer and artist in her own right. What? What's the next step for you in, in terms of financing? Is it finding an agent? Is it finding a producer? What did you do next in terms of the, the film? Well, I, w I was really fortunate in that, um, you know, I had spoken to a good friend named Jennifer Kochis, who's an independent producer, uh, before we'd even finished the uh, screenplay. I sort of let her know that Susan and I were writing the script, that we wanted to make it very specifically in Los Angeles in some uh, very specific neighborhoods in Northeast L.A., like, Highland Park, mm -hmm. and that it was something that we thought we could do for a really small budget, and that, you know, I told her that I would love for her to check out the script when it was done, 
and she was one of, if not the first person, I think that that read the script, and she said she'd love to get involved with it and and help us get it made. And then she brought it to a um, a production company called Super Crispy, which is Jonathan Schwartz and Andrea Sperling, and um, they sort of teamed up the three of them. And Super Crispy comes with financing, and sort of as we started developing the script a little bit, they went off and made another movie called Like Crazy that wound up winning Sundance the next year. And mm-hmm. all of that sort of helped us get momentum and helped us with casting, and we were kind of off to the races. But, you know, it was a very, very small movie made with a, um, you know, sort of an intimate handmade film. It it does, it definitely has, well, that, that intimacy is really what the key is in, in, in the film. Um, we're really, um, I, you really feel like you're in the same room. And for me, this is one of those sort of markers when watching a film. Um, that when I when I feel that I could, if I wanted to, in, in, inject myself into a conversation, that to me is an indication mm-hmm. that I've, I'm connected to these characters and to their situation. And I think Smash does a terrific job in that uh, realm of. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, it does, and and particularly it it's uh, it's helpful in uh, casting such wonderful uh, leads and and also the supporting cast. But let's talk a little bit about. Um, Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead and in her performance as Kate because it is her film to carry. <laughs> it's her movie yeah. in so many ways. Oh, yeah. And she just does a terrific job. And I, that's a credit to you as a director to extract that kind of a performance. But what was it about casting Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the role of Kate that you saw in her previous work? And then what were you trying to get out of her as a performer in, in Smashed? Well, I, I'd been a fan of Mary's... Uh, you know, performances for a long time, but specifically the movie that I'd seen uh, that really kind of brought her to my attention was uh, Scott Pilgrim. And I, I really uh, I loved that film. You know, me too. I saw it a number of times in the theater, and it just made me feel sort of like a child, you know, sort of it reminded me of the Amblin movies, the things that I saw as a kid, you know, like Goonies and E.T. and Back to the Future. And, you know, it's also sort of like this live-action cartoon almost, yeah. and with, you know, over-the-top over the action, but at the core of it, Mary was so real and so grounded and so still and uh, just totally relatable. Yeah. And she has a real strength, you know, because she's been in any number of action films. She's a legitimate action star. She played, you know, the Kurt Russell role in the remake of The Thing, which is pretty cool. Um, right, and Death is, Proof and you know, Grindhouse and, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And all, all of these movies are, you know, great, very different than Smashed, yeah. obviously, which yeah. is a, you know, a character drama with some comedy. But, um, you know, in meeting with Mary, um, you know, I was really struck by her intelligence and her humor, but overall, like, her, her strength. Um, and it was really important to us that the lead character of this film, who's, you know, struggling to keep her marriage together, but also struggling with, uh, with alcoholism, that she have, have a strength about her, um, that she not be fragile or weak, because it was important to us that, you know, when she falls, that you know the audience really believes that she can get back up because we needed her to be a surrogate for the audience and we didn't want to just just punish someone so we needed a strong actor right and and uh, as as is often the case with great performances on the part of uh, of any actor is the ability to to really be able to relate uh, with her very directly she has this vulnerability about her in this performance and an honesty and that comes from the dialogue as well as it comes from her performance but in her interaction with her husband uh, Charlie in this case Aaron Paul uh, the 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 lack of i mean that that honesty that sort of uh, their their interactions are just terrific in the film but it's also for me watching this uh the lack of rancor between the two of them 
this could have easily been mm-hmm. a film in which there was a lot of plate throwing and screaming and all that kind of hysterics and hysteronics. Yeah. But in fact, it's not. And I think that's really, for me, it, it, at its core, this film is about relationships and being able to make your own way as well as hopefully those of the people around you who you love. And and that's and I just want to segue into Aaron Paul's performance on on that note. Tell me a little bit about Aaron Paul and and the performance you were able to get from him for Smashed. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a huge uh, fan of Breaking Bad. Oops. I just think Jesse Pinkman's an amazing yeah. character. So um, Aaron was definitely on my radar, and it was really important, um, sort of as you touched upon, that when we were casting the part of Charlie of, of the husband. You know, that he not be a bad guy, that he not be a villain, because we weren't setting out to make a social issue film or a message film. You know, this right. could have, as you said, sort of devolved into a film about physical, psychic, emotional abuse. Um, but that really wasn't of interest to us, because we were more interested, like you said, in the relationship and the way relationships get destabilized when there's a sort of a shared interest um, that kind of has to change. Um, and, you know, we wanted... You know, the stakes had to be high, but the stakes really weren't necessarily about getting sober, although they are. It was really about, you know, an epic an epic romance that, you know, completely works when both characters are drunk. But when one's not drunk, things change. So we needed the audience to root for um, for Charlie and to really empathize with him, even if in certain ways he's uh, not as supportive as he could be of his, of his wife. So, you know, what Aaron really brought to the role was obviously he's a really intense actor and can bring that, but he has a lot of humor and relatability. And even in the, the toughest of scenes, there's something childlike and warm and relatable to him. I agree. And by the way, we're speaking with the director of the film, Smashed, uh, James Ponsold. The uh, It comes out today. This is October uh, 12th, and uh, it'll be opening throughout theaters in Los Angeles. And I'll name those in just a, in a minute or two here. But um, uh, by the way, are you going? Are you in town? Are you in LA area? Are you going to be? Oh in, yeah, are I live you, in. Yep. Okay. I'm going to be um, tonight. Yeah, we'll be at the uh, at the Landmark Theater in West LA tonight, and then uh, tomorrow and Sunday we'll be at the Landmark and at the uh, Sundance Sunset, formerly the Sunset Five, doing Q and As. Myself, my co-writer Susan Burke, as well as members of the cast like. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Nick Offerman, Megan Mullally, and Octavia Spencer. Fantastic! So the the landmark yeah. off of Pico, the, the the big one in down in oh, uh, yeah. in L.A. and then then to the it's over to what used to be the Sunset Five. Now it's the Sundance uh, Select uh, Theaters, and that's by the way they've remodeled for those listening who haven't been up there yet to see it. They've completely revamped it, uh, the Sunset, what used to be the Sunset Five, into uh, the Sundance Theaters, and they're terrific. Go and see a film there. It's really, really a wonderful experience. Um, so, and, and again, going back, just briefly going back to Aaron Paul's performance, uh, yeah, he's never the villain in this. In fact, he he loves her no matter what, and I mean, it's obvious throughout yeah. that he, he doesn't, it doesn't become, and often, I mean, and there's some obvious reference films, you know, you can talk about The Lost Weekend or Leaving Las mm-hmm. Vegas or some of these other ones, where alcoholism is its own character. It's its own yeah. monster in the room kind of situation, and it's not in this. It's about these these people and their relationship, and Aaron's character of Charlie remains faithful and loving, and but at the same time kind of at, just sort of at I don't know, at, at odds with his ability to be able to deal with his own issues in that regard. So um, I want to move on to some of the, a little bit about the supporting cast, which is just terrific. Uh, Octavia Spencer, uh, Mary Kay Place, Mo, uh, Megan Mullally, Nick Offerman, etc. Gathering, in this process of making the film Smashed, did you get 
someone that suddenly that allowed you to approach these other people in the cast? Is is there sort of this uh, leveraging kind of aspect to casting a film like Smash? Tell us a little bit about that process. Well, we were fortunate. Um, we had really great casting directors, um, a casting director based in New York named A.V. Kaufman, mm-hmm. and she worked with a Los Angeles-based casting director named Kim Coleman. Mm-hmm. And they're just super talented, brilliant ladies. Um, and then our producers... Um, you know, we're, we're very involved in, in the casting of the film, and you know, and it, and it helped them with the recent success they'd had at, at Sundance with like crazy. That um, you know, I think people were very agents. Um, you know, were very receptive to hear what they were doing next. So we definitely were able to get the script read, and there were a number of actors that I'm just a super fan of. I'm pretty omnivorous. I watch big movies, little movies, foreign movies, I watch TV, I watch everything, and good actors are good actors, so I have this sort of hit list of actors that I just hope to work with, and, um, and you know, actors like Nick Offerman and Mary Kay Plays and Octavia Spencer were definitely on that list, so, um, you know, we tried to write um, very full parts, even though they, you know, they're supporting, and, um, you know, I, I'm very passionate about the actors that I'm passionate about, so it's pretty sincere. Um, and they're also, all those actors are, are real artists, and they really did it for the love of, of, of their craft and for, to try to tell a good story, and obviously not for the money, because we really didn't have any. <laughs> well, does that, does that work to, it perversely work to your, in a, to your benefit? Sometimes you get an actor on board, like an Octavia Spencer or whoever it might be, um, uh, that it understands that they're they understand that they're there for the love of it as well. It's not as if they're there because they're going to cash a check, which can off I would assume often happens in these huge two hundred million dollar uh, films. Uh, mm-hmm. Where you're in a you're in a pretty much a guerrilla operation. I imagine how what was the shooting schedule? How many days did you shoot? Uh, we had nineteen days. Jesus, to shoot the film. yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> And you're in a lot of locations. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a number of setups here. Um, you, I don't know how far afield you were from your central sort of the apartment, but it, there's a lot of lot of stuff going on in the film. So, but but my point is, is these actors have got to know that they're there for the love of the script, for the love of the uh, for what you're doing and you're trying to accomplish, and their character. Why the the character is important to the film. Is that psychology kind of enter into some of this? I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, someone like Nick Offerman, for instance, who's known widely, you know, playing Ron Swanson in Parks and Recreation, right. a, a great sitcom. Um, but when you hang out with Nick, you know, you get the sense that, you know, he's an, he's an Illinois farm boy who has his own wood shop and he really likes to make canoes and he happens to, <laughs> he happens to be on a really famous TV show. But it seems <laughs> like he could kind of take it or leave it. You know what I mean? I think he loves the show, but he's yeah. very happy and full and rich in the rest of his life. And, um, you know, I think he's looking for exciting experiences. And, you know, so when someone like me comes along and, like, really passionately talks about how I think Ron Swanson is this amazing, like, part one of the best sort of, sort of curmudgeonly um, <laughs> sort of uh, roles since, like, in Norm- the Norman Lear film uh, TV shows of the 70s, you know, like Archie Bunker type characters. And I've seen the films that he's been in. And I, yeah. you know, just really passionate. And, you know, and it is a good part. Um, I think all things being equal, actors like that or Octavia Spencer you know, they would like, you know, they all started, they all struggled at some point, you know, they all started doing off, off, off Broadway theater or doing bit parts. And so, um, and, you know, because they're humble and nice people, they haven't really forgotten that. So, you know, someone gave them a break and, uh, you know, a chance and, and it's sort of, it's nice to sort of return the favor. So you get the sense that, yeah, all things being equal, they'd love to do that all the time. Sometimes, you know, maybe their schedule won't allow it, things like that, but the right, the right actor at the right time, I think uh, people would be surprised. 
you know, it, find kind of the level of talent they can get. Yeah, and absolutely. And just in my, the the great pleasure in doing a show like Film School is the opportunity for me to talk with independent filmmakers and so often these performances they're remarkable performances because these films are usually about that and that's what your film is about smashed is about performances and and the interaction and the dialogue it's it's and so that is if you're an actor that's really why you signed on to be an actor you didn't i don't know that you most people signed on to be a, a cgi in a, in a in a two hundred million dollar budget. I mean, although I'm not disparaging people who have gone out and made a lot of money doing that, that's great for them. But this is acting. <laughs> this is actually what it's about. And you, I'm sure, I just tell me a little bit about your your directing style. I'm assuming you give these actors the latitude to go out and and create their own performances in these roles. Yeah, I mean, if you're lucky enough as a director to be able to work with you know world class. Oscar-winning or Emmy-winning actors, you yeah. know, like we have in the cast. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you'd be a fool to micromanage them. You know, part of part of you know your real work, I think, comes in having a good script and then in being scrupulous in in casting and trying to cast the right people. But once you get a great actor, part what you really should be casting them for is their imagination and the choices that you find compelling. You know, Octavia Spencer, whether it's in The Help or in Drag Me to Hell or Dinner for Schmucks. She's always interesting. She's always compelling and honest and elevates what she's in. And so, you know, I really see them as collaborators. And even though I spent years with my co-writer working on the script, as soon as the actors were cast, I told them that the, the dialogue was just beats on the page and they could say pretty much whatever they wanted, you know, and that sort of our unspoken contract was that they could do anything they wanted to do in front of the camera as long as they were willing to try anything that I asked them. Yeah, yeah, well, and they did a great job. Uh, James uh, Ponsold, uh, the, this is your second um, the second feature film, Off the Black, I believe it's your first, with Nick Nolte. Um, what is the difference? What have you learned? What was the sort of the, the uh, progression for you as, as, a, as a director with Smashed? I think the two things that I value, um, I mean, Smashed actually has a smaller budget, um, but the thing that I think I'm more attentive to is that time really is probably the most important and valuable asset you have and that you should treat it as a precious commodity. And, you know, time once you're actually filming, once that clock starts ticking. So I spent a lot of time in Smashed, um, you know, really preparing, working with, especially with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's in pretty much every scene of the film, mm -hmm. um, just ha talking things through exhaustively so we're on the same page so that we would be free to sort of um, play and improvise once once the clock was ticking and we were on set. And I also really valued having a smaller but really talented crew um, that if you're trying to do an intimate sort of human drama or relationship film, having a lot of extra bodies around um, isn't necessarily going to help you. And in fact, it can be counterproductive. Mm -hmm. Well, um, yeah, and that's true in this case uh, as well. I, I mean, this is the way it feels. Uh, a, a cast that's big enough to tell the story, to get uh, a full array of different interaction between uh, Kate and Charlie with their parents, with certainly with Mary Kay Places as uh, Kate's mother, um, and, and, and the whole range of the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. And Nick, i got to tell you, Nick is an odd character in this film, uh, Nick Offerman. Uh, <laughs> he's a very... I'm not sure how I'm supposed to feel about him. I mean, he's a good guy. Yeah. But then he it, yeah. he obviously lacks social skills, and I'm not going to get into oh, yeah. any detail on what scene in which he demonstrates <laughs> them in full full fledged uh, uh, lack of uh, ability to really uh, 
kind of edit himself, but it's fun and it's funny and uh, it, it's and again, I, I, the, the, again, the strength of this movie going back is that the situations that Kate finds herself in do not become characters. They are very real feeling situations in which we're, anyone dealing with this issue would uh, would would recognize. And uh, my hats off to you and Susan uh, Burke. It's a terrific script and. A wonderful Thank cast, you. and yeah, and I just want to let people know you're the landmark. You're there tonight and to say mm-hmm. it, tomorrow night as well. Tomorrow night as well. We'll also be on Saturday and Sunday. We will also be at the uh, Sundance Sunset, formerly the Sundance Five. So pretty much yeah. all weekend long, yeah. <laughs> myself, my co-writer, and the actors will be in one of the two theaters. And you can go to the, uh, the websites for those two theaters, and they'll tell you exactly which uh, which times. Just look. Know, for, we'll, just we'll be. That's right. Just look for the car full of people speeding down Sunset Boulevard from uh, from, <laughs> from the west side. You'll, exactly. you'll be able to see James exactly. and the entire crew. Well, that's well wonderful. And uh, my hat my hats off to you. I, I look for uh, great things from you in the future. I, I don't know what you've got cooking, but uh, I hope you'll find a little time to come back and join us again when the, the next uh, James Ponsolt film comes out. And uh, I would love that. Oh, great. Uh, also, I'm going to stand up for uh, 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 Pilgrim. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? The Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Versus the, the world. world. I knew I said to say it right. Sorry, I, I thought, get it backwards. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I I thought that was a terrific film, and I can't tell you how many people told me I was wrong about that movie, but I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up in our conversation. I just I oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it, and I'm gonna I'm that, sticking. That, my, that movie's gonna have a long shelf life, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, I remember just getting ripped, and I finally saw it, and I thought. I don't, you know, Michael Sarah's sort of a Michael Sarah backlash now. I don't know why. I think it was terrific. I, th- I just loved it. I thought it was a great movie. And but enough about that. Thank you for being here <laughs> to talk about your your film, Smashed. And uh, oh, good luck to you. Th- thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.